This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. We're on to Cincinnati. Right now we're preparing for Cincinnati. We're getting ready for Cincinnati. Touchdown! Nice! nice. Bengals! Nice! Coffin nails! Bam! 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 And it looks like they've figured it out. The good news is that the Bills had three extra days to prep. Mike Danger! Everybody's going to talk about Joe Burrow. Everybody's going to talk about the Bengals' offense. I'm worried about Lou Anaruma. I'm worried about the guy that held the Bills in check in the playoffs. Gene Bataglia. You can say the Cincinnati game will set up the rest of the season. Really, what if they go in, the Buffalo Bills, and beat Cincinnati on Sunday night football? They're back. The Bills are back. Let's preview Raiders at Lions. Jackpot, baby! Touchdown, Detroit Lions! We're going to bite a kneecap off. Long ball. Game three of the World <laughs> Series is tonight as the series heads to Arizona tied at one game apiece. Buffalo gets it done. A 4 to nothing win. Paterka, Middlestat, Jost, and Dahlin all with goals. Lukanen's shutout and goal earns him top star honors. Let's go Amherst. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome on into the sports bar. It's Danger and Bataglia. Glad you're with us and listening along at 95.7 FM AM 950 The Fan Rochester sounds its best in the free-to-download Odyssey app. We've also got our video stream up and uh, rolling for you now at The Fan Rochester on YouTube and on Twitch. Don't forget to like and subscribe when you are there. You can also get us on your smart device when you ask it to play 95.7 The Fan. I got to tell you, Gino, you're going to have to carry me a little bit today. I'm dragging. This was a long weekend. This was a mentally, yeah, for me, mentally draining weekend. Um, and to cap it off, I, I was up a little bit later than I would have liked to have been last night. Oh. And maybe, <laughs> just maybe, uh, my bear friend uh, buddies and I were were just having a little bit more fun than we needed to have at the expense of our terrible football team that we've chosen to align with. So I, I'm, I'm a step, maybe a half step slower than you today. Well, okay, let's start here. Happy Sports Equinox Day to you and everybody else. What is that? Well, it's only the 29th time In history, we've had the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NHL all playing on the same day. It's great. Which you would think, how does it not happen more? Well, very rare. And usually it is only in the month of October. So we got Monday Night Football, World Series, NHL, NBA, 
And let's kind of sprinkle in an NFL trade deadline here that's coming up here in 25 hours. And Buffalo Bills making a move today that had been rumored two weeks ago and yeah. finally came to fruition today. Yeah, so we'll we'll get to all of that. And, and let's first set the t- table and uh, let you know what's on tap here in the sports bar. What's on tap at Three Heads Brewing? Cranberry Grape Sour Ale. Tart cranberries and New York State grapes coming together to make a delicious treat. Get yours at Three Heads Brewing on Atlantic Avenue today. We uh, have in the 4 o'clock hour today our friend Russell Brown, who writes now for Fantasy Pros and Betting Pros, as it's a fun day to bring him on for two reasons. One, he's got his first mock draft coming out later this week. So Stop. Originally... <laughs> No, this is I fun. Look, if you are, a, let's say you're a Giants fan or a Jets fan or any fan that, like, you know, we got to think about a quarterback. A Bear major. fan, Gino. Uh, fair. Okay. No, you can no, wait a second. You have agent. Chris Collins was telling me he's wonderful. Oh, he's God. a leader. Oh. He's everything. That- <sighs> Go on. Also, Russell, a big Lions fan, seeing that tonight the Lions are taking center stage on Monday Night Football. He is a Detroit that, guy, yes. Yeah, that should be a lot of fun. We'll talk to Russell in the 4 o'clock hour. Also, in the 3 o'clock hour, our guy, we lovingly uh, dub him the fantasy Goomba, Tony Cotillo from Wind Daily Sports, says, now the Bills didn't play yesterday, so we're uh, going to open it up here a little bit to everything we saw. And uh, for fantasy-wise, as we start to think about things for tomorrow's waiver wire pickup danger, there are a lot of unsettled situations, whether that's Minnesota not mm. having a quarterback. Uh, how do we assess uh, some of these other situations in the league right now? We'll talk to Tony here coming up shortly. You can join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line, 866-4FAN is the phone number, 866-4326. Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub, award-winning barbecue, and the new location at 135 West Commercial Street in ER, goodsmokebbq.com. So the lead today, uh, the Bills did a little show shopping and this is officially official now the bills are signing to the practice squad running back leonard fournette how about that so leonard fournette which this had been uh rumored then refuted on again off again there must be some story in the background uh he now has the ability here to pair with james cook leonard fournette the number four overall pick from 2017 in jacksonville but then really took a step forward playing uh on that tampa bay team won a super bowl i uh, had the nickname playoff lenny yeah. pr- pretty big run there so somebody that danger i would think we can consider as an upgrade over latavius murray i like latavius murray but leonard fournette brings a different skill set and i like how the bills are sending the signal to everybody on this team hey you know what we're ready to go for this. There's a roster spot that's open because really we don't know the status and the situation regarding Damian Harris, uh, who is on injured reserve other than he's out another minimum of two weeks. So, um, practice squad for now, we'll see where it kind of goes from here. Yeah. Uh, last season with the bucks, he averaged 3.5 yards a carry less than ideal. Um, and, and, you know, you hope that he's still got fresh legs or he should have fresh legs. He hasn't played it down yet for anybody this season. So when, uh, if, and when they make him active, it'll be uh, interesting to see what he looks like. Uh, I'm, I'm more interested in what happens in the locker room when Shaq Lawson sees him for the first time. That's <laughs> so, so if you go to my, uh, my Twitter page on X, and this is my buddy, Nick, whose wife snapped us. Okay. Um, <laughs> It's a, it's a picture of Lawson and, and Fournette fighting. This was from the, what year was it? Uh, it was the first year of McDermott there. So 2018, I want to say. The fight between the Jags and the Bills there. And it got pretty intense there. Yeah, he the got sideline. ejected. 
Both of them did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. I remember them go him going down the tunnel and flipping everybody the bird and yeah, he was it was a bad guy. He was public enemy number 1 that day. Yeah, it would have been Allen's rookie year because that was the game too when Jalen Ramsey was yep. on the Jags and we remember we all remember oh Josh Allen trash and then Allen came out and you thought that was the game where I'm thinking, okay, you know what? There's something to wor- you can work with there. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, it. Was yeah, it wasn't McDermott's first year. It was Allen's first year. I remember that game. Yep, yep. And and Fournette and Lawson both got tossed for getting into a fight. So you know, I'm sure. Look, I, you know, I'm here for the drama. I would love for there to be something there. There's probably nothing there. But uh, if if you view him as an upgrade to Latavius Murray, if you view him, I don't know that I view him as an upgrade to Damian Harris at this stage. But with no Damian Harris availability. You could do worse than adding Leonard Fournette to the practice squad. And I, I'm just curious. There, this was a report from a couple of weeks ago from Jordan Schultz. Why Why was it refuted then and why is it a thing now? What changed over the last couple of weeks? Maybe it was just the reality that I, I, I don't know, but it was the Bills were signing him. But then it, that, that was the thing that was a little off. Like, wait a second. Normally they don't sign players. They'll bring them to onboard them, use the practice squad, and then kind of elevate. And we pointed to Cole Beasley last year. We pointed to John Brown. Granted, they already knew the system. But for any running back that wants to come in, it's not exactly plug and play. you got to know your assignments when it comes to blocking and everything else. So uh, just to kind of get him up to speed. And can we just assume he's in football shape? Absolutely not. So the practice squad is actually good business for the Buffalo Bills. Saves a little bit on the cap. And I don't know Leonard Fournette at that time two weeks ago. Uh, I recall asking Matt Perino. That was the day. Okay, now I remember. It was a Tuesday. I you, was you, off. You were golfing with your daughter yeah. in the Mercy event. And uh, Matt Perino's like, no, 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 no. Trust where you get your news from here. There wasn't, you know, and, and now two weeks later, this thing indeed happened. Yeah, and I imagine... Also, that you know they wouldn't sign him to the practice squad if he wasn't in good shape, right? Like it's not like he let himself go over the offseason. I would imagine that you wouldn't sign him if he let himself go in any way and didn't look like he was ready to play. Yeah, they, he passed the physical today, so that's the first part. But there's all, how many times do you hear this? There's being in shape and being in football shape, having that getting calloused a little bit because if you're not, then soft tissue, everything sure. else happens. Yeah, so. Um, I don't know. When do you think we see him here? Within the next couple of weeks? Not for Cincinnati, right? I don't think. Maybe, maybe for the Jets game. You're 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 looking at maybe for Denver uh, as soon as Denver. Let me go Denver. I mean the NFL, man. I know you watched a lot of football yesterday. I did too. Denver. I mean, I guess Denver was going to beat Kansas City at some point. It wasn't like Kansas City was going to beat Denver for the rest of time. It's refreshing to know because that felt like how the Bills sometimes just don't bother to show up. <laughs> That's what Kansas City looked like yesterday. I mean, Mahomes putting a right in the bread basket of Sky Moore. Uh, oh, there's Miko Harmon and a fumble return. Uh, you know, it, it's, well, you know, guys, I'm going to do my Binkley impersonation. You know, guys, uh, you know, don't worry. Mahomes was playing with the flu. That's yeah, why they lost Kansas that game. City. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the Mahomes flu game. He, uh, no, it's okay. No, They're going to go to Germany next. And, you know, guys, uh, I, I, uh, that's a bad Binkley impersonation. I don't even know where I'm, where I'm going with that, but, uh, it is the NFL. It is crazy. And, and a team that you think is as good as the Chiefs are just fall on their face against Denver in Denver. And then I'm watching yesterday 
one of the worst games I've seen in years. And that is not recency bias. You danger. and I have different views on this game. Go oh, ahead. it was so bad. It was great. I couldn't watch it. It was great. I'm it like, how awful. is this even possible? And just when you think it couldn't get any worse, oh, it did. Tyrod comes out, and they don't even trust Tommy DeVito. Don't tell me Joe Shane's this great general manager if you don't have a quarterback on the roster that you actually trust. How could you go to any NFL game and your number two quarterback, you won't allow to throw the football? Were, did I imagine it or were Giants fans chanting, let him throw? Yes. Okay. Yes. Negative nine yards passing. Yeah. Look, if you can't throw a football, this should be a rule. NFL rule, new rule. If you can't throw a football, you shouldn't be an NFL quarterback. How about that for a rule? Oh, he can't throw. Taysom Hill can't throw. Taysom Hill can throw, but they don't use him in that way. But this is a guy that just can't throw. Nathan Peterman can't really throw. I mean, he can throw, but you like don't want him to throw. The guys that you try to limit, like you, you just know going in, like nah, we're better if he doesn't throw. Those guys should not be NFL quarterbacks. But what was special about this danger was that Tommy DeVito couldn't take hold of the Syracuse job. And yet he's in the NFL. Why? Because he went with some high school star in New Jersey? <laughs> like, literally. That was just one facet. And you were watching this. I'm like, how? how More punts it? than any game since, what, 2005? What did Th- they say? 34 punts. Yeah. 34 punts. And then another angle here. Brian Dable, you are now a coward, okay? Brian Dable comes into the league, and he's going to be this brass, you know, they call them Dables of Steel. Yeah. little pun there as, hey, we're going to go for two here against the Titans and win, and they won. And like, wow, this is different. Giant fans were excited. And all they had to do was get one yard yesterday, and the game is over. Instead, he trots out Graham Gano, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, as bad as the Jets' offense is, you're still not sealing the game. This would only put you up by six. Why not trust your defense and go for the? Sure enough, Graham Gano misses a 35-yarder. I'm like, this is fantastic. In the rain. In the rain. Yeah. In the rain. Of course, the Jets get in the field goal position in overtime thanks to a P.I. call. It's just Brian Dable, shame on you. But... All that being said, it doesn't let the Jets off the hook. They were just as equally inept. And I'm thinking to myself, the whole time danger. There is no way if the Buffalo Bills, what happened week one, you should let an offense led by that guy, by Zach Wilson, come into your place and win here in three weeks. Oh, they're not. The, the Bills are winning that game for sure. I, I just uh, from the little bit that I watched in that game, I saw the strip sack that Thibodeau had of Zach Wilson and it, it that play alone. I'm like, well, Makai Becton is a broken man. The, you know, he's playing on the left side, which is where I think he wanted to play, but he's not good. He's not <laughs> no, good no. on the left side. He's just not a good player. And, and I think you even see like Salah on the sideline, kind of like rolling his eyes, shaking his head in, in disgust. Like that is, that was putrid. That game was, that was a tough watch, you know, I, I couldn't do it. I mean, like when, when I could go to watch the, the Cowboys and the Rams, I was watching that instead, just because I'm like, at least there's points being scored here at least it's not a punt to end every series it was just it was impossible to watch well i like which game do you watch i might have flipped over and like well the cowboys just kind of ran off with that game so that's why i kept it there and also it kind of calmed my nerves a little bit for the first time here in survivor we got a little sweaty yesterday but 
in the end, what are we sweating about? Is the Eagles, they win, and we're moving on here to yeah. the month of November. So tomorrow, we normally give our Survive and Advance pick on Tuesdays. But this week presents some challenges. It does. Namely, who's the quarterback challenges. So mm. we have... It's not like we don't have choices, but we want to make the choice that's going to advance us. So which of these games could blow up in your face? One of the games I'm looking at, Saints against the Bears. But who's a quarterback for the Bears, and should that matter? Okay, we'll debate that tomorrow. Another game. Poor Dan Drummy. Dan Drummy, like a Minnesota Viking fan. That was a Viking locker room that was so down and out following a win yesterday. So down and out, knowing that who who is this guy that they have a fifth round pick? I asked Dan, like, are you worried? He's like, no, he sucks. The season's over. <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't know if the Vikings could bring a quarterback in and onboard that guy so quick. Uh, the Vikings are playing the Falcons, but who's that quarterback for the Falcons yesterday? He made the switch to Heineke. He right. almost pulled that out yesterday. Yeah. So that's an interesting one. And Arthur Smith is the worst. He might be the most stubborn coach in all of professional sports, and he isn't going to make an announcement on who's starting a quarterback until Wednesday. Maybe not Wednesday. And maybe not even then. Maybe not even then. Right. So we where the, the Bears situation, okay, that's a health-related. You can kind of you – know, the, the Falcons may be playing who's the quarterback all week long. Uh, another game that I was actually thinking about, but that got crossed off real quick. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Please tell me Tommy DeVito is actually going to start an NFL yeah, game. No, we, we no, got to change no, that quickly. No. And, uh, Daniel Jones, uh, are you okay? Well, I can't feel the left side of my body. <laughs> oh, it's okay. You're out Get there. Get out there, pal. Get out there. So Daniel Jones <laughs> coming back against the Raiders. Not that we would be all that excited about taking the Raiders. Oh, what but, a mess. What an absolute mess. Well, we'll see how bad the Raiders look tonight. Because that might be something too, right? Are the, the They're going to Vegas for that one? Yeah, the, the Giants, Giants are in Vegas. Vegas yeah, um, yeah. yeah th- there's uh, there's going to be some tough choices and, and a lot of it hinging on oh. who's going to be playing quarterback. <laughs> there's another one too. What's going on in Cleveland? Oh, Browns fans! I, I you had that game won yesterday. Yeah, I feel terrible. Um, do do you realize that right now the first place team in the NFC West? Isn't the San Francisco 49ers? Yeah. It's the Seattle Seahawks. Now, how much of that game did you check out yesterday? A little bit. Uh, Brock Purdy's broken. And there was one hit to danger where I'm like, I thought we were supposed to have this official up in the air where he grabs his head. I'm like, he's just coming out of protocol. But no, nope, stayed in the game. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, I, I think Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan has a real decision to make here because that offense does not look the same. And yes, you're down the one wide receiver, but you still have Christian McCaffrey. There were just some I think there's there's a couple things going on with the Niners right now. First thing is, I think the offense we'll get to, but the defense has been bad. The defense is not good. And the Niners, in order for them to play the kind of football they want to play, they have to get out to an early lead. If they don't get out to an early lead, then you're going to force Brock Purdy to do things he shouldn't do, mainly throw the football, <laughs> go beyond his limits. And and I've been saying this during their win streak earlier, so I was saying Kyle Shanahan's done a great job of playing within this box that Brock Purdy offers you. You can't ask him to go beyond the box. That's when the mistakes happen. He can't make all the throws. That's why he's Mr. Irrelevant. The, the scouts weren't necessarily wrong about, about Brock Purdy, 
Kyle Shanahan just knows these are his limits. This is what, and if we're playing with a lead, guess what we can do? We can run the football. We can run the football effectively. But the defense has put them in these holes that they can't, dare I say, the Niners aren't playing complimentary football, oh, Gino. Oh, I hate that Steve phrase. Wilkes is, is, you know, tasked with that defense and inherited the defense that, you know, D'Amico Ryans and before him, Robert Sala had, and it just isn't working the last few weeks. The Browns beat them, and then Seattle beats the Browns. And I don't know that Seattle should be proud that they beat a team that beat the Niners, because if you beat the Browns, it's like the Browns have a good defense, but you're beating P.J. Walker. You're beating a team that's just not all there. So they get the win, and very kind of quietly, stealthily have moved into first place and the NFC West doesn't feel like that's a first place team. It was the uniforms for Seattle. Oh God, they were good looking. Good looking uniforms. You know, and and shame on all of us, anybody who didn't take Tennessee to win. If if I would have been aware that they were wearing the Houston Oilers get-ups, I would have bet everything (laughs) on the Titans. (laughs) Of course. It was like, we found their quarterback, Will Levis. Like, okay, then keep C. And... Add on the Buffalo Sabres right. getting a shutout win. I mean, you just wear the goat heads all the time. Do you know what their record is? The goat heads? I think they've lost once. 12, 1, and 1. Yeah. I think 12, 1, and 1. Right. So we've com- completely come full circle. Like, we need the royal blue. Now it's like, only the black and red <laughs> 90s throwbacks. We are, we've lost our mind. But there is something to that, right? Like, Tennessee looked unstoppable in those uniforms. DeAndre Hopkins shows up all of a sudden. Will Levis looks like the, you know, looks like Warren Moon out there. I mean, he's just chucking it all over the place. That was, that was, that was fun to see. But yeah, those Seattle getups. Mm. 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 That is some hot uniform talk. Uh, can't believe they're in first place, but well, to finish up on the Niners, also the Bengals are really good and you're, you're the Buffalo bills and you're, Taking on arguably the hottest team in the NFL right now. Is that fair to say? But Miami fans would be like, hey, don't forget about us. Okay, that you looked okay yesterday against that the That game's going to be fun. The Germany game? Yeah. That game is, that's an international game that actually has some weight to it. I can't wait. I cannot believe they sent that game over. Do you think they did it thinking one of those two teams wouldn't be good? I think that they thought that Miami would be kind Or of- do you think they actually do now want to send a good matchup over there to for the for the benefit of the game to grow the game. Yes and no. Here's the reason. And Peter King laid this out. If you look at the home opponents for the Chiefs this year and we all went over this way back when like who are they going to open against? It could be the Bills, it could be the Bengals, it could be they have a really attractive home schedule. This game for Kansas City has been years on the books here. It's only revealed to us as fans, but we knew about the Chiefs going over to Munich. They have their relationship over there, whatever it is. And, well, who are you going to send over? I guess they could have sent over the Lions, but that worked out okay. You weren't going to send over the Bills twice. You you didn't want to send over the Bengals. They don't do divisional games as well. And the way King said it, too, was it sounds strange, but the Bears have such a wide footprint that in Kansas City, seeing the Bears only come in once every eight years, they didn't want to give that game up. Hmm. Well, yeah, in Kansas City, the Bears, you have Bear fans in Kansas City. Transplants yeah. from Chicago and Kansas City. That makes sense. 
well, regardless, the, the first time that we see Tyreek Hill going up against his former team will be in Munich. That'll be an early start on Sunday. So, look, I, I know I started by saying I'm dragging a little bit today. I got to pick myself up, get together, because we got a full full slate of action for week nine it's going to be an amazing day that starts early and for us bills fans ends late that's going to be uh that's going to be a, a marathon day here uh, okay so if i ask you a question will you be honest in your answer danger has no idea where i'm going with this yes or no if i ask you the question will you answer honestly i like to think i am a man of character and i will <laughs> answer questions with honesty yes okay how much baseball did you watch this week? Oh, yeah. Okay. I did. I watched parts of game one, and I watched almost all of game two. Really? Yeah. Really? M- Merrill Kelly was almost unhittable game two. And Montgomery looks like he's kind of like hitting a wall. He's good, not great. Not right. not the guy that you wanted out there. Uh, our boy, Tommy Pham, big game. Bad base running, but big game. What, four for four, I want to say? All right. All right. I'm impressed. There's my scouting report. See, you are a man of your word. Bader's like, I'm going to watch a lot of baseball. You're not watching any baseball. I, I, I opted for baseball on Saturday night because I was so frustrated with college football. <laughs> I had, I had some, <laughs> some skin in the game in, in a couple of games. And I'm like, uh, okay, maybe I can make some money with uh, the Rangers on the money. No, that didn't mm-hmm. happen. Game two. Um, I like I like Arizona tonight, too, by the way. Yeah. On the money line, but yeah, I uh, I watched a little bit of game one, not a lot of game one, a little bit of game one. Game two, I was I watched almost all of game two. Um, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I was doing work while I was watching baseball, but I was doing and I was paying attention enough to know like well, Arizona's really rolling here. This guy Kelly is practically unhittable. They they, you know, I think he struck out the side in the sixth inning. I'm like, jeez, this guy's just throwing gas on these guys. That offense is a hard offense to slow down the way he did. If this game, if this series does go late, I mean that's a guy that you throw out there with confidence, and you'll get you the outs that you need. Well, you got uh, you're going to follow that up with uh, the hottest pitcher on the Arizona staff, Brandon Fott. Mm-hmm. Brandon Fott. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's get to uh, Tony Cotillo of Wind Daily Sports. We'll talk some fantasy football next and get you set up for tonight's uh, tonight's action, but also look ahead to Week Nine waiver wires tomorrow and. Man, there's a, a lot of options. There's a lot of changes. There's a lot of injuries and a lot to get to with Tony Cotillo when he joins us next in the sports bar. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 95.7 The Fan. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super Super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Mike, M-I-K-E, and kick off the NFL season with FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call one 877 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467-369. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The Fan Rochester Sports Update. Buffalo Bills are bringing back a familiar name at running back Leonard Fournette joining the Bills practice squad. Fournette, the number four overall pick from 2017 with Jacksonville. He spent the last two seasons with Tampa Bay. Monday Night Football has the Raiders and the Lions. Detroit head coach Dan Campbell loving the spotlight. No different than some some one o'clock games. Or you know we've we're doing things right. We're ready to go. We're locked in. We're detailed. Uh, we're finishing. Um, and you look forward to it. You know you look forward to every game. But I think it's something that doesn't cause this pause or uh, or pressure. Or I think it's more man. We embrace those moments. The Giants, meanwhile, New York Giants have traded defensive lineman Leonard Williams to Seattle for a second and a fifth round pick. Game three of the World Series tonight, Texas and Arizona has tied at one game each. Gene Battaglin, the sports leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. They've raised the bar on Rochester Sports Talk. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. And at times it can be more difficult to run that no-huddle offense on the road as well because it's harder to verbally communicate out there, get all of your calls and checks communicated to everyone and not being in the huddle. So it'll be interesting to see how much of that no-huddle they're running on the road in Cincinnati. And so this is going to be a big-time matchup in Cincinnati with major playoff implications on the line. There's Buffalo Bills color commentator in the Bills Radio Network, Eric Wood. Hey, that Bills-Bengals matchup, just one of many matchups we're going to be circling week nine for fantasy football purposes. And when we talk fantasy, we go to our fantasy goomba. He's a guy, Tony Cotillo, Win Daily Sports, joining us now in the sports bar. Tony, it's been a minute. Hope your season is going well. We've got uh, some action tonight, but we want to start picking your brain about week nine as well and start with what's going on in Minnesota. Kirk Cousins injures himself and leaves uh, leading the uh, league in touchdown passes here with this Achilles injury. There's no way they're going to possibly replace him. What does this mean for all of the Minnesota Viking fantasy football assets moving forward? Oh, man, this is like, you talk about Halloween, right? This is a mischief night. Like, I grew up in the city, so, like, mischief night was a big deal. It's almost like it's somebody playing a joke on us, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a huge Kirk Cousins guy, but what a shame, man. What, like, he was probably statistically having his best season of his career. Um, and, and on a play where you're up 24-10, that's, that's what nobody's talking about either. You're up 24-10 in a game you're handily winning, and on a third down play, you call a pay, like. It's just sometimes, you know, these coaches, they don't think of things, right? So I know it's, it's easy to say, if, you know, hindsight twenty twenty, but if we go back and they just run the ball, maybe we're not even in this situation. But this is a big hit. Guys like Jordan Addison, T.J. Hawkinson. Um, and on the other script, I'll tell you what, there's a guy waiver wire that I'm really looking at that could really – his volume could pick up now more, and that's Cam Akers, a guy that – I was really surprised to see they didn't get a goal line carry uh, down for Minnesota, which means 
a guy like that with good hands is going to work well with any kind of quarterback they put in there. Yeah, Tony, uh, there's a lot of unsettled situations here. As uh, I, I mean, we have all week, and I, I don't know if the coaches are going to do us any favors and telling us who should go. But I'm going to tell Arthur Smith, hey, um, you know what? Sit down, Desmond Ritter. I'm just wondering because what we saw out of Taylor Heineke, he looked good at times in Washington, but you figured he's not the guy. But you look at the fantasy assets on that Atlanta team right now, whether that's Pitts the tight end or Drake London they have, and certainly Bijan Robinson. Do you expect Atlanta to make a switch here, Tony? You know, the, the fantasy guy inside of me probably says, I hope that they make a switch, but the NFL analyst side of me says, there's no way they should make this switch, especially because I think we all know that Taylor Heineke is not their future, like you just said. And if you're trying to build somebody, you're obviously not going to win this year. You took Bijan Robinson as your first overall pick this year. You're trying to build a team around young guys like Pitts and London. So, why not give this kid more confidence and, and, and try to work him out? So, you know, from the NFL side, yes, I would like them to see they stick with Desmond Ritter. But I'll tell you what, from a fantasy perspective, man, I'll tell you, it would be nice to see somebody like a Heineke kind of boost the value of guys like Pitts in London. Tony, our big story today is uh, the signing, uh, the Bills signing Leonard Fournette to their practice squad. I don't think we'll see him this weekend. Maybe I'm wrong on that. But I, I'm curious from a fantasy perspective what we got out of Leonard Fournette here. Uh, especially last season, the last time we saw him while he was still with Tampa Bay. Yeah, I, I love this kind of signing. I really do because here's the thing. You know, when, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl in Philadelphia, we brought a guy in the name named LeGarrette Blunt, yeah. who everybody said, uh, right, so this is a guy that he's washed up, he's got nothing left, and they bring him in, and all he does is bulldoze over people for 10 to 12 carries a game, and he gives you that veteran leadership that's won it all before. And that's who you're getting with Leonard Fournette to help a guy like James Cook. Right? So I, I really love the way, because they really never placed Naheem Hines once he got hurt. It was like a guy that they thought was going to be in that rotation. It's not there. And there, here's a guy, listen, if I had a Leonard Fournette on my team to give me seven to ten carries a game to get me those hard yards and to score some touchdowns, I'll tell you what, in a touchdown-dependent style of league where you're going standard scoring, he's a must-pickup in my opinion. Tony Cotillo, Win Daily Sports, is our guest here. Uh, back to the team that was uh, playing Atlanta yesterday. I mean, was that the biggest surprise to you in Week Eight? To me, it was uh, just seeing Will Levis all of a sudden, you know, throwing the ball around and DeAndre Hopkins receiving, and uh, you know, they're squashing right now the the trade rumors there concerning running back Derrick Henry. Maybe it was just the uniforms, but are you a believer in what you saw out of Tennessee yesterday, Tony? Yeah, you know what? I, I, I love these kind of stories, man, because I, I love the young guys that come in and they kind of just, you know, set loose, right? They just let loose. The, the thing that is really intriguing to me is why all of a sudden Rabel decided to just let this kid loose. And what I mean by that is, listen, I'm not a Tannehill hater, but Ryan Tannehill still has some game. And I feel like he was kind of... You know what? You know that that playbook was kind of you know dumbed down a little bit for him, and now all of a sudden, Yonke comes in and he's let him loose, and we just opened a segment about Minnesota, right? So look at Tannehill possibly winding up in a place like Minnesota uh, before the trade deadline, and Will Levis don't expect four touchdowns, but I'll tell you what, us D Hop 
Uh, you know, owners, we're jumping up and down right now. So, do you think Levis uh, holds on to that? Week nine starts Thursday night with with the Titans and the Steelers. I mean, you've got a couple of quarterback questions there going into that game with the health of Pickett and whether or not uh, Tannehill is is going to retain that starting job, or if Levis just played himself into a starting role. Yeah, I think I think it's one hundred percent in playing himself into a starting role. I really do because. Again, you, you, you know that Tannehill's not the future, and this season has not gone the way that Mike Rabel and the Tennessee Titans expected. So, you know, they already came into the season thinking about trading Derrick Henry. There was rumors about them trying to shop D-Hop already his first year in a uniform, and now it looks like maybe we have some success. Why not build upon it? A short week, you know, get the kid ready, you know, rely on Derrick Henry a little more, who had a decent rushing game, and now you insert the young guy in Tajay Spears, too. So, I really like this against a, a Pittsburgh team that, let's face it, are really not going anywhere this year. So I, I think that he's played himself into at least one more star. And like I said, I think we'll shop around Tannehill. Yeah, we're talking to Tony Cotillo, Win Daily Sports. Good day to talk to Tony because we have the NFL trade deadline coming up. And from what I saw yesterday in that game in Denver, and you could say, ah, Denver was just due against his team. Okay, fine, but... It seemed to me that, well, whether it was Sky Moore dropping the ball or there's Miko Harbin making a mistake or whatever it was, does Kansas City actually have enough on offense? Should we expect the Chiefs here to be involved in the next 24 hours in the trade market here, Tony? That's an interesting question, right? And, and you know, I will say this. I, you know, we always talk about how the mighty eventually will fall. And I, I don't know how deep they will fall, but eventually in the NFL, it's so hard to win year after year after year that eventually you'll see a little hiccup, right? I mean, I'm looking at it in Philadelphia. I know we only have one loss, but obviously the offense is not the same flow as it did last year. And if you look at Kansas City, they came into this year just expecting Travis Kelsey to be the guy and everybody else to follow, but Travis Kelsey got hurt, and now he's on 100%. The running game never really was reestablished. And they expect the receivers to step up. I like Rasheed Rice. I think he's going to be a player. But, I, you know, I think that they're going to really look at that receiver market and see if they can bring in somebody that's not kind of like a washed-up kind of guy. I thought they would have been on a D-hop. Maybe if Baltimore decides that they're going to let go of Dell Beckham Jr., um, you know, you have guys like that that are out there. Uh, maybe even like a K.J. Osborne in Minnesota, now that you have those issues going on with Kirk Cousins, or even an Adam Thielen. You know, in Carolina. So I think that they'll be heavily involved in that wide receiver market. Tony Cotillo, Windaily Sports, joining us in the sports bar, Danger and Bataglia on the fan Rochester. There's a, a battle between a couple of first place teams. A sneaky good matchup in Baltimore coming up here week nine between the Ravens and the Seahawks. You rolling out with, with, is there anybody specifically that you're keeping out of your lineup in this game? I mean, I, I, I look at what they're doing in Seattle and very quietly they've become the first place team there in the West, in the NFC West. Uh, is there enough? in that offense to spread it around where you can get a JSN, a DK Metcalf, and a Tyler Lockett all fed? I think there is. And, and, and let me just give my, my shot out, my heads, hats off to Pete Carroll, man, who just consistently gets it done year in and year out. They get rid of players. They bring players in. He rejuvenates people. This guy is, listen, he's ageless, right? So he's got this team playing well. And from a fantasy perspective, I always say you have to look at consistency, week-to-week consistency. And the most consistent receiver on that team continues to be Tyler Lockett. He is the guy that's going to get all the targets, 
DK is the big guy. JSN is the action guy, but you want the consistent guy. So I think that they have a great nucleus out there. And then you see Charbonnet getting involved as well. And now Geno Smith is finally finding that youth again, and Kenneth Walker's just a beast. So I love this matchup. And they pick up Leonard Williams today from yeah. the Giants yeah. right on the defensive side. right? I mean, you guys, are that's a hell of a loss for the Giants, but a hell of a pickup for the Seahawks. So I, I, I'm intrigued by this matchup because – now you go against a mobile quarterback, you get a nice pass rush. This is going to be a really good matchup. Yeah, second and a fifth. That's kind of a, like, like we're used to the pick swap. Like, okay, that, that feels a little more normal, I guess. Uh, if you're but you're good, also Seattle operating yeah. from a uh, position of strength. you got all those extra draft picks from Denver anyway. Uh, so. there, you, there you go. Uh, Tony, what is, we're going to be uh, looking at the waiver wire uh, tomorrow here. Wanted to get your thoughts here on, on who we can uh, you know pick up to improve our roster. I'm going to throw one name at you because I Love their matchup when they're going against the poor Chicago Bears. What are your thoughts here on uh, the New Orleans Saints and wide receiver Rashid Shahid and the number he did yesterday? Yeah, listen, I, three catches, 153 yards, um, three targets. That's a that's a hundred percent target to catch ratio. And for fantasy owners, that's the number you want to see. Here's the secret part about New Orleans. Eric Carr is finally getting to be let loose, and Alvin Kamara is back. It's so much different when you have a running game, and people have to respect it, right? So now you have Alvin Kamara, who is being Alvin Kamara. You have Michael Thomas, who's finally back, and you have Rasheed just running wild. This is the guy. He's only rostered in 47% of all leagues. This is the guy you need to pick up. Those three catches are going to turn into six and seven big play opportunities, and you said it against Chicago. Listen, Chicago could be beat on all avenues of the spectrum. So he's one of the guys. And I also say, you know, Cam Akers is another guy from a running back perspective. And don't forget about Trey McBride. Trey McBride, I picked him up last week. Zach Ertz goes on IR. This dude goes out and catches 10 balls. He's athletic. He's strong. Check him out for the Arizona Cardinals. All right, last uh, last uh, game I wanted to get uh, your opinion on, Tony, and it's a good one, and I know it's close to your heart. Your Eagles will be hosting the Cowboys. Both teams coming off a big win. You know, handicap this one for us a little bit here, Tony. How do you think this plays out here in Philly on Sunday? You know, this is I, I, I'm, this is going to be very interesting because I, you know, I think one thing I will tell you guys is Jalen Hurts is hurt more than people think he is. Um, he he spent a couple hours getting treatment on his knee, and they're being kind of hush hush. As the house, they say it's a bone bruise, but I think it's a little deeper than that. So I think, you know, looking at this with, with that pass rush attack from Mika Parsons, you know, we just, we, we were down offensive linemen. We're not 100% healthy across the line. So that came Jurgen's loss is huge from a couple of weeks ago. So I'm, I'm curious, man. I'm a little scared. I'll be honest with you. I'm not scared on our defense against their offense. I'm scared against their defense against our offense right now and Jalen Hurts. So I still think we come away with the victory. I just don't think it's going to be as high flying as people expect it to be. Tony, we always appreciate uh, bouncing ideas off of you for our audience. Where can they go check out more of your work? Yeah, listen, I mean, listen, obviously, windailysports.com, you can check me. You can follow me. Uh, if you want some sports betting plays, fantasy plays, follow me at Judge Jigsaw. Jigsaw is a nickname that I've kind of, you know, I, I've enthralled a little bit that people bestowed upon me, so I love it. So give me a follow on Twitter and always talking some fantasy and sports and loving uh, talking to you guys every other Tuesday. Well, what, what plays do you have for tonight's game that we can uh, look into, Tony? Oh, 
that's that's interesting. Who who would be your 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 top play tonight when you think about it? For right? me, so, I, here's where I'm at because you've got. Uh, I mean, Detroit looks like they're going to yeah. bounce back, right? Like everybody's. So I think the seven yeah. is fair. I, I like the Lions minus seven, and I like the Lions first half spread here minus four and a half. I think they get out to an early lid. Uh, you know, I, 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 my, I like the minus seven. I like, I like to get that. Listen, Detroit's coming back tonight, man. Like I, I, I now, now keep an eye on Amon Ross St. Brown's been questionable all week. I don't think he's going to play, but we'll see. But they still have a lot of weapons out there. This could be. I'll give you an idea. This could be a Jamison Williams kind of night. He might get a couple catches. You watch that fifty, sixty yard bomb going to him tonight for a touchdown. That's a, that's a prop I like too. Oh, trust me, I'm watching the Amara St. Brown and everybody else that needs him here tonight in fantasy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a big play tonight, man. It's a big play tonight. Yeah, Tony, like I gotta just gotta tell a story. In my in my guillotine league, I'm ahead by ten points and I have Amara. But wait a second. And I just paid you know forty bucks for him in the fantasy just yeah. to pick him up. If he's inactive tonight because of the format. I have to drop him, right? And what would I pick up? I don't even know. But the nightmare of inactive, boom. Yeah. I, there's also a question mark on the uh, kicker, on Carlson, for the kicker uh, for the Raiders. Yeah. He, I don't know. I think he's going yeah. into the game questionable as well. Have you heard anything on that one? No. It's still, you know, again, they don't have a backup kicker, so that would be their putter that would have to take kicks, or, or they would simply try to go for two on every single uh, touchdown conversion. I don't think they're going to score a lot of touchdowns anyway, yeah. uh, to be honest with you. So I think this is all a Detroit game. And yeah, that Amara situation you have going on, that's, that's, that's deep, man. Like that's, I don't think he'll be an active. I think he will dress and I think it'll be a thing where he may be limited. I just wouldn't expect a ton out of him. And I'll think they'll lean on guys like Laporte a little more. I, Tony, I think what it is. When Arthur Smith a couple weeks ago didn't say that Bijan Robinson was ill the night before, and maybe he's going to get dinged for that um, when he had that low production, that that's all this might be. That oh wait, he was a little sick. We better just cover our bases. At least that's what I'm hoping here. Yeah, Tony, appreciate uh, yeah, you. I, I, yeah, no problem. They, they 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 did that dirty though, so I don't think no. the will do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Let's do this again in a couple weeks, sir. Sounds great, man. Have a good week, guys. There he is, Tony Cotillo, Win Daily Sports, getting you some fantasy football advice, not just for tonight's game, but look ahead to week nine here. Lots of questions. Lots of waiver wire activity here that for this late in the season. I mean, injuries always happen, but it just feels like right now you can make some moves that could alter your your trajectory here as, as we're past now the midway point of the fantasy season. You're going to be laughing at me if I have to drop St. Brown tonight just because of the predicament I'm in, right? So I, I'll, I'll nobody cares about our fantasy leagues, Gino, but I, I do want to share that I, I'm in my neighborhood league mm-hmm. uh, going up against a guy, and I'm up by, I, I think I'm up by like a fraction of a point. I'm not even up by a full point, but I went over with Austin Eckler. And all he has is Carlson tonight, the kicker. Oh. And he's questionable. And I had uh, Anthony Richardson just stashed on my bench. He's on IR. I'm not going to use him. So I went and I picked up you. Detroit's kicker. Just in case. You. Jock block. Little jock block oh, action there. No, that's that's smart. We'll you got to be thinking, got to be thinking, what if? Oh, sidebar. You brought up Austin Eckler. <laughs> <laughs> 
catches that screen. There's Tremaine Edmonds taking the bait, uh. and then the whole left side of the field is wide open. I'm like, wow, I don't miss that whatsoever. Don't I know it, man. Don't I know it. I mean, just horrible tackling, out of position. The team is a joke, an absolute joke and shame on us and shame on me for thinking for a second there that that an undrafted division two quarterback could have been the answer shame on me for saying you know what i don't trust the chargers in fantasy because they have the 32nd ranked pass if it's oh no no it's all gonna be fine doesn't matter one play just one play. That's all we got. The first offensive snap. like, And that, that play, by the way, they, they should have been blown down. Right, right. So it, believe me, the drinks were flowing. The the beers were flowing from the tap last night because it just it got, I needed something just to dull the pain. It was, oh. it was a hard, hard thing to watch, boy. Uh, uh, great stuff from Tony Cotillo, as always, uh, talking some fantasy football here in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia. We'll go to Detroit next hour and check in with Russell Brown. He's the NFL draft analyst at Fantasy Pros and uh, betting pros as well. And uh, we'll get not just his take on his mock, his first mock draft of the season, but we'll, we'll talk a little Lions and Raiders for tonight's action as well. Yeah, I, I've got takes coming up here. We'll have our takes and I'll drink to that. I also want to get to the story. This was a horrific weekend in hockey if you haven't seen the video overseas i am not going to encourage you but to, to go look it out but for the show i i had to kind of go look at this danger this this guy should be in jail honestly and we should get into that okay yeah we'll get into that we've got some takes on tap i'll drink to that is on the way next and what, what let's let's dive in a little bit deeper into this weird vibe that exists between deshaun watson and the Cleveland Browns. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I hope you're sitting down when you hear that there's a weird vibe between the team and their their franchise quarterback. I don't know what would be the cause of that weird vibe, but I'm going to try, do my best to break it down for mm. everybody so that they understand why there might be some tension, a weird vibe between, <laughs> between Watson and the Cleveland Browns who fell in Seattle uh, yesterday. Uh, we'll get to that and more next. I'll drink to that is on the way. And uh, yeah, Russ Brown uh, will be joining us here in the four o'clock hour as well. Appreciate you stopping by the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia here on the Fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 